Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster army. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Hey everybody, we are done with the original series of Ultraman. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> nicely done. We have we've accomplished that. We got to watch two really weird shorts last time. And, uh, and now, uh, 2015's Ultraman X. Yes. Arguably the series that got people... Interested uh, again. Yeah, kind of. it kind of sparked a whole bunch of uh, interest online. People are like, wait a second, have you guys seen this? This thing on Crunchyroll with Ultraman and monsters and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we all said, yeah, yeah, we've seen that. It's pretty great. So, Me, I didn't say anything like that. Right, because he <laughs> did not know this. So we're going to review the first two episodes of Ultraman X. Uh, just so you guys are, know, uh, when Ultraman Jeed comes in, which we uh, have heard that it may be July-ish. Okay. July-ish. So if Crunchyroll is still going to simulcast it, right. we'll be able to watch it. And keep up with it as it goes as along, it goes out, yeah. Which is a great idea. Yeah, so we're gonna we will be covering Ultraman Jeed as it happens. So um, therefore, and we'll give Crunchyroll a push. Yeah. Get Crunchyroll. Yeah, guys, so please subscribe to Crunchyroll yeah. because it's like nine bucks a month, $8.95 a month. And you don't have to sit through the uh commercials. The commercial, you mean. Yeah. They so, showed the exact same commercial three times in a row. Then you'd get another five, ten minutes to show. And the exact first commercial Another three times in a row. Yeah, you, so you so saw, saw the same, same commercial, commercial seven times an episode because the first one was only right after the uh, yeah, right after just the intro just as it and started. Boom, yeah. There's a commercial. Yeah. the commercial. Oh god, it was awful. And it, it, like I said to Rich, it wouldn't be so bad if it was a slightly different commercial because you're like, okay, it's just a regular television show. There's regular commercials. No, it's the same exact commercial. Of course. Seven times in half an hour, which means we saw it 14 times in the past hour. Do you remember what the thing is? Zatruda. Zatruda? Yeah. Is that what it is? That's exactly what I it is. Think. I thought it was a bee name, like... No, it's Zatruda. I don't think it's Zatruda. It's a sleep medicine. I know, it's a sleep medicine. It damn near put Obviously. me to sleep. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's called Zatruda. I think it is. I don't know. It's, I, I think it gonna... starts with a B, and we said it sounded like an Ultraman monster. No, it was Zatruda, I'm pretty sure. All right. Pat's going to look that up on his phone while we're working here. While you're expositioning. Yeah. So anyway, Ultraman X 2015 series. Um, trying to give you a little bit of a, uh, a show series, uh, or a show um, exposition and uh, explanation. If you'll bear with me a second. This was a beautiful entry into the uh, Subaraya canon. I want to say it is the... 25th entry, but I could be wrong because sure, my Wi Fi is going straight into the crap right now. Of course, yeah, I can't actually look it up. Yeah, no, why would you be able to? I don't understand how this works either. That doesn't work very well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know if it's an X, a Z. No, it started with a D, I'm telling or a B, rather. It's like Bemora or Beloria or. No one was. I'm telling you. All right. (laughs) Doesn't start with an X, even though everything else on the show starts with an X. It's got nothing to do with it. But um, anyway, we're going to talk about the first episode of Ultraman X, which was called, good lord, I can't find it now, 
This is crazy. Here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to pause the podcast for a second and see if we can't get this working. Oh, voice from the sky. There we go. Professional as always. Hey, listen, we're not that good. No, it happens. It happens. Um, Real quick, uh, long long ago, Mysterious Incident called the Ultra Flare. Uh, yeah, and they they didn't say long, but they said fifteen, 15 years. years ago. Right, they were quite specific on that. Part. That's yeah, very. And they made sure. Um, fifteen years after said incident, oh, uh, it basically awakened monsters created from spark dolls, causing worldwide monster attacks. Right, and of course, me, I'm going, what the hell is a spark doll? Watch my mouth. And Rich is like, well, you know, they're these dolls that are. Yeah, like, we'll get there. All right. Yeah. Fifteen years after the incident, Zio officer Daiichi Ozora was studying the cyber cards until the emergence of Demaga attacking nearby citizens. Now, at that time, an unknown voice was heard by Daiichi, and uh, it was something who came to Earth and fused with him, becoming a brand new Ultra Warrior, Ultraman X. Um, let's see if we can get a little bit more detailed on this from the uh, Wikia page at Fandom. Um, Dumago was an ironclad demon that once rampaged Japan. He was defeated and sealed away by a giant of light. Uh, he awakens in the countryside, causing the river to boil. So we had a bunch of people who were like, oh. Right. Just random, basic, yeah, just campers. slightly older than teenagers. Yeah. That went, oh, we're going to play in this water. And then all of a sudden it just starts boiling. Right. Which I thought was a neat effect. Yeah, it was good. Um, and uh, so this monster comes out, and this monster is pretty great. Um, yeah, these monster suits are amazing. Yeah, we saw some. There's that. a lot of monsters in this episode. There is Bemular, a Boris, Benila, Pestar, Magular, Pegila, Cybergamora, and Demaga. Because we saw that thing at the beginning where they are showing all the monster attacks. That oh, that's ha- all short footage. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. it's all short, short clippy footage, but that's fine. Um, Wow. Yeah. Pat just threw an imaginary ball for the dog, and the dog is like... Oh, you're playing. Half annoyed and half <laughs> impressed. But, um... So with Demaga, um, he comes out and starts to attack the city. Uh, the Zio... The Zio, by the way, is X-I-O, not Z-I-O or right. Z-E-O, as you might think. It stands for Zeno Invasion Outcutters. Um, they And they try to give an exposition on what all the different things that you're going to be watching actually mean. Like you said, the, the Xeno invasion outcutters, and they had all sorts of different names that could be easily shortened. And you knew <laughs> that they were just trying to make words fit. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. And we, got it. we come up with a design. We have to now make it We something. have to make it work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that uh, they try to attack the monster's head with weapons because that's where they think their heat source is. Uh, but he's eighty-seven percent molten iron. Molten iron, yes. And it's yes. great as he's marching through the city. He is just shooting lava, oh, oh, all nice. like giant masses of lava, shoot, lava shooting off of his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And landing in different spots of the city. And for the miniature work, like you pulled out, moly. they have a lot of miniatures. Yeah. Now I get they're trying to restart a series. Right. So they're gonna have they're gonna throw money at the first episode. Right. Which basically is what they did. They threw yeah. a lot of money at the Oh, first there's money episode. spent on this whole thing. Yeah. This is this is really nice. Um, Ultra series previous to that uh, sort of relied on a lot of green screen work. Okay. Um, and this is this was sort of a return to form Back with to hey, we're 
chucking a lot of miniatures and suits on screen. Um, there's going to be a lot of practical effects. Okay. And okay. Uh, I'll let's give it see. Because it, it was very. You could see how they did a lot of it. Yeah. You know, and you shoot your monsters from a low angle, so they look right, intimidating. Right. Oh, when he goes traipsing through the city down that main thoroughfare, they show just stuff crumbling, crumbling around him. And they have a camera that's got to be either on or in the floor, panning backwards as the monster's going forward, which was a very cool shot. Yeah. Yeah. And that monster is something else. I tell oh, yeah, you, he is yeah. he is great. Um, he's they call him a G type, which God, has to be Godzilla, right? Just like a little nod, like yeah, come on, it's a G type. Well, it, it probably wink, is. Wink, wink. But the the problem is, and we'll get to it on the next episode. The next episode is the B type, which does that mean bird? Okay, but see now they're gonna have to we're gonna have to now figure out the type that they mentioned yeah and, and see what we what think it means yeah 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 you know backtrack at that because they're not quite clear no on but that's okay like they, they don't mention on Star Trek what an M class planet is you kind of have to do your math on that true true and I mean there have been obviously nerds and I yeah. know a lot of them mm -hmm. that could give you what the different sure. types of planets yeah, are yeah, sure they, but they they, sure. they uh they they give you enough information in the show proper to figure it out, but not all at once. It's not, not a giant exposition not dump. Not a giant exposition. Now, granted, there is a huge giant exposition dump in this show, mainly because there are so many uh, characters. Yes. yes. Holy yes. crow. And as Rich said <coughs> a number of times, we're probably only going to really remember two or three of the main characters because yeah. that's all it is There necessary. are so many. There yeah. are... They're just people all over the place that don't do a whole heck of a lot other yeah. than yes sir, I mean, they give, Roger. They, they give them enough stuff, but you know, it, there's so many... Normally, your, your original Science Patrol, five guys. Right, right. This one has um, Daichi. Daichi. Uh, Daichi Ozora, who's our hero, he is our Hayata. Right in this, um, right, and we have Asuna Yamase, who is the young, the younger of the girls on the team. Right. Um, Watoru Kaza, uh, Kaza, Kazuma, I don't know why that was so hard, and Hayato Kishima um, are the two guys who pilot the Muschetti's. And uh, yeah, th and those were very cool. The yeah. Muschetti's that they have. Yeah, they which, have all these different vehicles: the Sky Muschetti and the Land Muschetti. And, and despite it sounding like someone in pronouncing a pasta dish, right. in pronouncing, in pronouncing, in pronouncing, I made up a new word today, guys. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> um, then we have um, Mamoru uh, Mikazuki and Tsuyaki Matsudo. And Rui Takata, and I, one of those, two of those have to be the um, scientific crew, who are like these super enthusiastic, yeah. sort of hyper nerd fanboy oh, right, right, girl, the, 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 the lab the coat, young ones. young girl, yeah, yeah. and the guy that's always with her, right. amazingly. Yeah, and I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be... It, you can Here's the problem. There's tons of cast lists online, none of which contain photographs to match oh, things up. Yeah, Right, of course. So I have to do a little bit of work on that. And and the other, obviously, issue is when we're watching the thing, A, we don't read Japanese. Right. And well, that's important, yeah. yeah. It'd be kind of important, because they do give the names of these people as they're showing their photos. Oh, in the credits, yeah. In the credits, so not helping. If you could read Japanese, you'd be all set. <laughs> yeah, not helping. We're not that smart. No, no, no. 
Um, or that culturally uh, literate. I wasn't going to say literate, but I was going to say culturally immersed in Japan to be able to go, oh, yeah, I can read that. Yeah. I can speak way more Japanese than I can read. Because nah, the reading's that. just in, in, yeah. too hot. Okay, also, there's uh, Sayori Tachibana, who is the lieutenant, who is second in command, and the commander, who looks vaguely like Jackie Chan. Vaguely. <laughs> is uh, Shotaro uh, Kamiki. And now he is our he? Captain Muramatsu. Yeah, sort of. Captain Mura, yeah. And who's the slightly older woman? Cause that is Tachibana. Lieutenant Tachibana. Yeah, because they basically have three different girls. They have the older woman. Tachibana. Right. The and they have um, slightly younger Asuna, woman. Who right. is Yama, Asuna, who is the one who is uh, the martial arts Ex-girl, girl. And she's goes one of the field agents for right. Zio. And then the really young girl, let's see, hyper, oh my goodness, let's go and Like check scientific out. lab girl. Yeah, 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 yeah scientific yeah. lab, really young girl. So they... They start, um, you know, pursuing this monster, and um, they figure, okay, its its head is the heat source, but not so much. Um, its iron hide makes it almost impossible, right, to to defeat. Uh, to defeat. So when Daichi runs back to the ruins um, to salvage the spark doll of Gamora, which we were shown in. An exposition on the show. Oh yeah, and that's right. That is from his he father. He got that from his father to protect when his father was going to save his mother from this building. Soon as the father goes into of the course, building, it gets what? The building gets digitized yeah. down completely, which was a cool shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So and the kid, the kid that they have, not only looks like a young version of Taiichi. Yes, but pretty good acting, as far as I can tell. Um, for not a kid. terrible, not terrible. I mean, here, you, you want to get really helped by Pat Dog? Go ahead. I know. Okay, life is tough. There yeah, you. there we go. Anyway, um, he grabs the Spark Doll. Demaga almost kills him, right. but he is protected by Ultraman X. And Ultraman X says, You're going to unite with me and we're going to fight this monster. And In one of the best scenes, he opens his eyes and he is. Seeing through Ultraman X's eyes, and, and Daichi's like, "Holy crap! Why I'm am I so afraid of heights?" Which smash cut to Ultraman clutching a building, like and almost falling down. Yeah, and it was awesome. On, okay, he's afraid of heights, and now he's Ultraman, and you get to see. Which okay, I get it. Was a cool shot. You see him through yeah. Ultraman eyes, which we haven't done nope. before. And now the guy's afraid of heights. Right. So he's, he's like, we can do this. You're down. giant now. You're tall. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're not really going to yeah. fall down. Don't worry. And then he goes, now we got to fight this monster. He's like, what monster? And he looks up and Demaga's just bearing down on him. Like, They're running right yeah, at This is going to happen now. And he just proceeds to beat the living snot out of X. Right, because the guy doesn't know... That he's united with that. Yeah, and he can control him and control him yeah. and all that. So it, you can almost see, okay, the guy doesn't know that he's supposed to be fighting monsters, which I like that yeah. thought, is that this guy doesn't know what in the universe is going on, so what am I supposed to do? Right. And they let him get beat up a little bit. So um, they, uh, they're they fighting in this beautiful, you know, this this great city fight. Uh, Demaga pushes Ultraman through a building at one point. Right. And what a miniature it was. Windows start popping out of window frames. Which was 
Super cool. It was they, crazy. You could like see you said, staircases inside. These Subaraya people yeah. do put a lot of thought yeah. into their miniature. Like, well, nowadays there's vinyl windows. They'd pop out if the building collapsed and just. But this, it was, it looked more realistic oh, than absolutely. just a vinyl window. Pat's like, oh, that's a great um, split screen effect. I'm like, no, those are miniature cars. He's like, holy crap. Yeah, it <laughs> like, was a lot of stuff. Stuff on yeah. the screen as yeah. miniatures. Yeah, they they and know what they're really, doing. I mean, it's just and again, I go with the if this was done in America, it wouldn't be half as good no. because they wouldn't take the time to build at least the one miniature that they know is going to break. Yeah, so it breaks realistic. Yeah, they would do everything. The rest of the miniatures, okay, were probably just they would CG everything. They would. They would teach you everything yeah, because no one's gonna spend the time to do that time. here. Yeah, They're not. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they fight. Um, X's color timer goes off, and uh, Zio reappears on the scene, attacks Demaga uh, when he's when he pins down X, uh, and X then defeats Demaga by firing his uh, Zenadium ray, which right. is the the cross arm specium ray. Right. Which it's like a big X. Big X that shoots at the at the monster. And blows into smithereens, <laughs> but leaves one of these little spark dolls behind. Now, if you're gonna shrink them to a spark doll, mm -hmm. he would blow up. Well, maybe that's the he uses the kinetic energy of the explosion to transform him into a spark doll. I'm just science. I'm science. <laughs> you're sciencing the crap. I'm out sciencing of this, the crap you? out of this exactly. <laughs> I don't. I, Eh, why not? It could be. It could work. Um, who says it can't? By the way, those spark dolls are available. Obviously, in Japan, Obviously. they are part of Subaraya's and Bandai's 500 yen collection. So it's only five bucks. Five bucks. That's not bad at all. That's amazing. Yeah. Like you want a collection of Ultraman figures, five dollars a piece. You can't beat that. No, you cannot. And even when you buy them secondhand on Amazon, not secondhand, but like uh, resold on Amazon, right? There's a guy selling them on Prime for like $8. That's not Shit. bad at all. That's not bad at all. So he's getting them on a super discount. Right, right, right. He's yeah. probably bought them in bulk and yeah. he's reselling them. So that was nice. Like, I'm, I'm considering buying a couple of them because I think they're so cool. Yeah. I would but like I mean, to get... I, I know for like, my kids have the, um, oh God, now I can't think of it. Never mind. They have some of the toys from one of the games that they have. Okay. The video games. It comes with toys. Oh. Each of the oh, toys. Oh, like, the, like um, I want to call it Lego Dimensions, but it's not. It's, no, it's uh, not the Lego Dimensions, but it um, it's, doesn't matter yeah. that much. But each of the toys is 10, 15 bucks. And there's easy 30 of them. Oh, at least. Well, I, yeah. you know, one of my, my son has the poster, so you can add up everything, and I've come to 28, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's there. just for the first release. Yeah. I'm sure there's two or three different releases. Yeah. But at least I, I give these folks that when they do go to newer games, all of the toys... It's backwards compatible. Backwards compatible. Yes. So you don't have to buy brand new stuff every yeah, single yeah, time yeah, you yeah, get I a like new that. game. Yeah, the Lego cool. Dimensions yeah. is apparently like that too, which yeah. is good. Um So yeah, um basically then that's good. You have uh, Demaga. Oh, I have a roar for him. We can do our quick monster minute right here. Go for oh, it. but but then Daichi, they're like, oh well, who's this? You know, giant. I'm like, he is an unknown, so we'll call him X, Ultraman X. Yeah, fair enough. Fair okay. Enough. Uh, and they I, do give a little bit of exposition 
while oh, exposition, they, I like it. Yeah, yeah. While, that's exposition. exposition. Yeah. While Daiichi is in the suit as to why he's going to be Ultraman and right. how it happened and all this, right, 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 right. he's sitting on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll buy it. Why yeah. not? Sure. It's okay. N- it's no crazier than the first one. Right. No. No crazier than any, any other any one other in between. I'm it. sure. You just got to sit there going. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Sure. So yeah, we had like I was saying, we had a uh, we had a lot of monsters. This one, uh, this monster minute is going to primarily focus on Demaga, right? Because he was the main. Yeah, monster. he was like our main monster. Just main, main monster. But <laughs> um, let's see, he's fifty meters tall. He's fifty-five thousand tons. He is not. You know, the, I think the monsters are a little bit scaled down in this episode. Now his roar. Oh dang it! I scrolled past it. Here is his <laughs> roar. Ooh, I like that. Let's try that again so the volume is up for you guys. He's got my dog freaked yeah, out. Like, like, okay, do I have to fight He's this like, thing? What are, yeah. <laughs> You're not ultra dog, dude. You're fine. You don't have to worry about it. It's 50 meters tall, which is basically 150 some odd feet. You're not fighting that dog. Yeah, no. Don't fight me. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think of the first episode of Ultraman X? It's an interesting way of starting the series over again. Yeah. Like, that's why I was saying it's a nice jumping on point. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen anything in between. Even if you had never seen any Ultraman. Any Ultraman at all. You could watch this show and start from scratch. Yeah, and the concept is right there. You're like, okay. Yeah. Now, like you said, they did show you the timer going off, but they haven't quite explained what the timer is. He just says, this is as long as I can remain united. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. And he's he's like, what's going on? He goes, our time is up. And he goes, what do you mean our time is up? He goes, this is as long as I can. So we have to finish this now. We have to finish this now. Yeah. Now, he doesn't say, like, well, there's consequences. I didn't mention that. You know? It doesn't So, hey kids, we uh, we messed up yesterday. Actually, there was a power surge and it dropped off in the middle of recording. So, if you'll notice, the bit about the first episode just goes flop and ends in the middle of a sentence. So, we're going to cover episode two now. I did want to. We forgot so are we to discuss. So, we going to just kind of leave that behind. Yeah, and we'll, just yeah. leave it be and go on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's most of it's there. The only thing we didn't discuss, and I realized it this morning or last night rather at work. Was uh, we didn't discuss when the the episode opens. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, or well, also, if you if you can find out the actual original air date, because we're oh, doing oh, that. That's right. Yeah. Daiichi uh, Daiichi was uh, having an experiment with the two scientist people, um, where they were trying to conjure, so to speak, right. bring into the physical realm some a spark dolls data that they had. So they were trying to create Cyber Gamora. Right. Right. They right. couldn't get him to fully manifest himself. They, he did become... You can see the digitized, right, yes. the digitized form, but then yep. it wasn't complete. Yes. Yeah, that, that was sort of neat. Okay, so the first episode uh, was uh, 7-14 of 2015. 2015. So right. that's basically last year. Two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, I can add it. It's too Math. <laughs> Math is yeah, a little okay. difficult. It's early in the morning. Yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah, this is why we normally record Mondays, is because by this time of the week, we're both slightly brain dead at this time of yeah. the morning. 
because I, I normally get home anywhere between 2.30 and 4 and then getting up to try to do this early in the morning. Lordy mighty. Well, that's where the money comes from. I know where the money comes from. Where do you, what do you think I do? But good God, Gertie, I yeah, just, that's yeah. terrible. That's terrible. Um, but the one good thing is it's, it's rare. Yeah. It happens, but it's rare that the manhole decides to run away from me. <laughs> you never know. They are crafty and wily, those well, manholes. It's not just that. It's the fact that they do... Amazingly, they're all underground. Yeah. And amazingly, there's water under there. Yeah, so you can't do anything if there's water in there. Well, no, you have to. Well, you could, but you, you have to constantly pump it out. Oh. Because it will eventually fill up. Oh, okay. And, I mean, last. So everything down there is just sealed up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I uh, mean. It's sealed up so water sh cannot get into it. Oh. And that's the reason we're back in this thing again is when I put a temporary. And I put that in air quotes. He did? on it. Took me all night and it failed right away. Because <laughs> it was, I, the thing is was 20 foot long. Oh, so there's water somewhere. It found a spot. And that's all it needs to do is find a spot. As Jeff Goldblum would say, life uh, uh, finds a way. Finds a way. <laughs> so, <laughs> water uh, uh, finds a way. Jurassic World. Uh, I'll accept that. I didn't care for Jurassic World that much. It was okay. I liked it. It was okay. Because it was a nice reboot to the series. Yeah. But I thought they kind of ended it where it should end and then not have it again. But you know, that's the way it's <laughs> You're know. funny. I'm silly, though. You're right? funny. How many Underworld movies are there now? Um, <laughs> five. Yeah, five, so 11, like 72. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I mean, what is it? Up to now seven Mission Impossibles when they didn't think that was going to oh, go maybe, in? yeah. <laughs> it might, five, at least six is, I think six yeah. is coming out and now. And now we're, and what is it? Fast and Furious 8 or eight? Some, such nonsense. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Well, once that series decided, oh, you know what? We're a ridiculous cartoon movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then went with it. And then went with it. It was like, okay, we can all agree with Just the fact that fun. <laughs> this is not serious. Yeah. The first two movies, they're taking it a little too seriously. And you're like, really, fellas? Come on. <laughs> I know. Once they realized they were a cartoon, they went, okay, we're going yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, once, yeah. Once you realize that they're ordering stuff from the Acme catalog like Wiley Coyote... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, this is like having the beginning of the podcast somewhere dead in the middle. Well, so, we're, we're starting all over again in our minds. We yeah. don't know that you're listening. We know you're listening, yeah. hopefully. But we, we, this is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to put it. But yeah, so um, where were we before that? Diet. We mentioned the new the monster 67% of the monster oh, yeah, digitized yeah, yeah. form yeah and so then, that's when you meet the, the yeah. two the city scientist folks um, so anyway we'll jump cut to episode 2 which is called the collection of possibilities and what date was that aired that would be one week later on 721 2015 that's how I did that. I just subtracted seven. Look at you. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God it's on that. It's a multiple of seven. I can do that. I can do calendar that way. You can that do that, myth. I can do calendar that way. That's good stuff. Um, the uh, It's basically uh, this huge giant bird, Birdon, has emerged from the Mount Okuma volcano. Yes. Uh, Birdon uh, tries to set up a nest for its eggs. It captures a... Uh, I, the delivery truck, these two guys see all this stuff out in the field buildings and uh, the electrical Antenna towers and, and every yeah, other yeah. thing in the world just in a giant pile and you're looking at it going why is that there? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, and they got, find out when Birdon quickly snatches up their truck and with them in it, yep. which is the even better part yep, 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 yep 
because they, they, and this is where it confused me. They got out of the truck to look at this giant nest. Right. Got back into the truck and then what? What do we? Nothing. We're looking at a distraction outside. Catch us. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're ADD. Yeah. Big time. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No. Basically, they, I think they got in the truck to try to drive away. Oh, and that's when Birdon came and just picked the truck up. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Now, um, so uh, Zio is uh, notified that Birdon has come back. They know who Birdon is. Right. Uh, because apparently Birdon is a recurring monster, monster in this universe. Yes. Um, and that's that's the one thing that I'm going to have a problem with. If they, if they keep going on monsters that they know how to fight. I don't think it's that much. Like, okay. I don't think it's... You're going to get, uh, you know, you're going to get your new monsters like we got last week. They didn't know how to fight. They, they knew what it was because it was some sort of Japanese folklore monster. Right, right, right. But they didn't know how to fight it. Okay, right. okay. I'll, we'll see. And yeah. We're going it's on. not quite as bad as modern-day Doctor Who was for a little while where he was like, oh, it's this and you do this. Well, I mean, that was the thing with the, and I know you haven't seen it, but the most recent episode. Yeah. It's basically stranded on a boat. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. I like I like those little claustrophobic ones like that. Yeah. That's good. Um, so anyway, Zio uh, prompts a rescue operation, and they decide they're going to try to get the civilians out of the nest because there's more than more than well, just, just our two, two delivery drivers. Yeah. They show a nice little infrared overhead view of this thing, and they show little bodies hanging around. Yep. And you can count at least eight or nine because yep. I got to eight or nine before yep. I stopped counting. Yep. Um, so. They, you know, they they show up and start taking a whack at Bird on. Now he gets PO'd and he goes on a rampage. Right, um, of course. And Daiichi arrives and Ultraman X. Uh, he unites with uh, X and uh, they fight, start fighting Bird on. And it, it's on this show they do give more of the chops and the flips and the yeah, a lot of wrestling. A lot in this more one. wrestling Definitely. on this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you figure it's forty years later. Yeah, yeah, there's more wrestling moves. <laughs> yeah, and they know what they can and can't do. Probably the suits are a little bit lighter with advances in latex technology. I would technology. think they're much lighter than they were back in the 60s, yeah. But still in all, you look at that bird-on suit, there's a lot going on. Yeah. The I furry mean, legs, the, the wings, things the things that funky torso. No, I'm just talking the two things that come off his face that... Oh, the, the, the little chin nuts, yeah. Chin nuts, yeah. that's what we're going with. Like truck nuts, but oh, from the chin. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, that's got to annoy the guy wearing the suit. Yeah. Because every like, time he moves, it flaps around. Yeah, it's got, he's got, imagine you're holding a canvas bag in your teeth with two basketballs. Yeah, two bowls of water, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, not, not helpful. No. So, uh, Zio knows that he's one of the most dangerous monsters. He's, uh, can breathe fire. And acid. And he's got an acid, uh, like an acid-laced beak. Yeah. So we see a lot of great stuff. There's an aerial duel that they yes, never they could do. have accomplished really well previously. I mean, well, they would have done it with we, little models. It was, you know. Yeah, well, this looks really good. This, this was, was much pretty, better. This where was where much they better fight with the Zio craft. They can use Ultra more 7, green yeah. screen on this. Yeah. And you can see that they are trying to make it more realistic. Right? A lot, the of, green lot screen, of CG, a lot good. of that. Yeah. <laughs> what I loved was uh, Daichi again is like, oh, he's flying? You know, I'm afraid of heights. And he's like, this is not the time or the place. Let's get this <laughs> Let's done. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then. 
the the sort of neat thing that they did is Daichi, our hero, yeah, gets a card from the Ultra Universe. Somehow. Well, he's like, yeah, he's in the basically when he unites with X, he's sort of in like inside of X's data, right? And he gets a card from the X from the scientists. They stream the data to him. Oh, is that how it happened? Yeah, okay. yeah. And then yeah, he's like, hey, this. what's this? And yeah. they, they stream the Gamora card to him. Right, because that's his favorite monster. Right. And X or Ultraman or whatever it is, the exposition guy, tells him, put it in the capsule. Yeah, the, the sort of PDA he's carrying yeah, the, around. Whatever it is. You know, the, you want to go with the... Um, There's a name for it, I'm sure. Yeah, sure there is. So I'm, I'll stumble across it at some point. Um, and... It'll, you'll become part of that as well. Right. So he and he puts the card in, and he gets all sorts of new armor right. from Gamora. Right. It's the Gamora armor, so he gets this like this big like sort of chest shoulder piece. pads, chest yeah. piece, arms, huge arm claws, arm claws with shields on them. Yeah. <laughs> pretty impressive. And I mean, you sit there going. Okay, that's how they're going to change this guy every yep. other week. Yep. Is they're just going to give him a different, different card, stuff if he needs different it. Different yeah. stuff if he needs it, and that's how he's going to try to fight these monsters. And he proceeds cool. to knock the crap out of Burton. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Uses the claws to uh, cut one of the one of the the uh, chin nuts, and it turns out that is a venom sack. Right, and in it, one of the grossest. <laughs> Moments of Ultraman. It really is. I mean, all it is is colored <laughs> green water. No, it was like, like phlegm. It was like this viscous yellow. It might have been slime. It was we'll a go big, with slime. It was like a big. It's like he cut. Anyone who follows the Doctor Pimple Popper blog knows what happens when you cut open one of those watery, uh, like infected oil glands. Oh, I yeah, and it's just it. oh, it's so. Uh, <laughs> All been there and yeah. have all done it. So, oh, God, at least if you're over, you know, teenage years. Yeah, jeez, Louise, it was gross. But uh, that's the, the kids would love that. Kids would be like, yeah, that's so gross. That's, awesome. gross. that's crazy. Yeah, and we're you know here we are, grown men going, oh, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> that looks infected. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, using it, you know, X of course manages to turn the tables on the fight with uh, Burnon and. Uh, he uses the Gamora Oscillatory Wave. Right. A different basic uh, specium, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and... And it, it sealed uh, Burdon inside her spark doll again. Yes, yes. And if they're going to go on different specium rays, basically, and right. I, that's the only way I can ever remember this stuff, I'm not going <laughs> to pretend, it's going to get old fast. You want the one... Definitive thing that will kill 90% of the monsters? Yes, we yeah. want different fun stuff. I get it. But you want the one definitive move that every kid can start to copy. Right. So that way... Oh, believe me, he used that, that Xeandium beam that a lot. That X-beam? Okay. Yeah, yeah, a Fair lot. Um, okay. Not so much that it becomes irritating. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to do that. Because there's lots of... Lots of... Different. It's not quite as rote as the original Ultraman. Okay. Now, I'm, I only got about... 13 episodes in before I was like, all right, we're going to be hitting this on the podcast soon, so I'm not going to finish it. Okay. Yeah, so I, I got about two-thirds through it. Okay. Um, now, uh, Birdon, for our Monster Minute on Birdon, um, oh, we didn't even talk about Dr. Garamon. Oh, because this is we talked the, about it yesterday in the episode, that part of the episode got destroyed. Right. The, 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 it opens up with this woman touring a group of school children 
through, through the, Zio headquarters. Zio headquarters, right. Yeah. And they show this Dr. Garamon, which is this weird, you want to call it cinnamon roll yeah, it's got looking like a, face. Yep. Like the cinnamon roll body. Right. And giant eye stalks lit up, which are very, very cool. Yeah. And then and, a big mouthful of, of strikingly human teeth. Yeah, amazingly human teeth. Yeah. And, yeah. and Rich was going, well, that guy's got to be really tall. I'm like, no, he's not really. It's just a big, bulky suit, big, I guess. Big, bulky yeah. suit, and the eye stalks make him look, make him look yeah, really yeah, yeah. tall, whereas the actual person in it is not much taller than anybody else. Right. Ooh, maybe a little bit, but yeah. not much. Yeah, he's, but he's a great character. He's uh, He just walks around basically naked. Um, yeah, yeah. And he has all never the, wear pants. Why is that? Some of them do. I mean, but yeah, but those are the ones that look human. Mm, yeah. For the most part, you never yeah, see yeah. you never see like some gelatinous blob. Like I need a pair of comfortable slacks. But um, <laughs> but he's got like a bunch of lanyards. So he's a right. security so you guy. Can yeah. Tell he's part of the actual Zero right, right. crew. And you're sitting in there going, okay, here's finally our comic relief, our exposition in one shot. Exactly. Now, we know that the other comic relief consists of the two younger scientist characters. Right, right. The one with the... Because the girl wants Daichi to try to conjure a cuter monster, as she says in the first episode. Holds up a a picture of Ella King. Now, that's important because Ella King... uh, Ella King becomes important later. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, you like you said, you've watched it. I will not because I don't. Yeah, want yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's head. fine. That's the whole point of the podcast. Exactly. Watch no, I, I get. Yeah. <laughs> I get. My job is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, knowing a, not knowing a darn thing. I'm right. <laughs> So we're gonna do our monster minute on Birdon. Birdon's been around since. Uh, let's see. The two big monsters close in on Taro. From 1973's ep- uh, Ultraman Taro, episode 17. Okay. So, so he's been kicking around for some time, yeah. Yeah, he's 62 meters. She is 62 meters tall, sorry. Right, it's a girl because she was trying to lay her eggs. Right, 33,000 tons. Um, and that's the one thing that they do on this show that I do like, is as the guy, just before the Ultra fights the monster, they give you his general size. Right. Because in the last one they said, oh, he's about 50 meters tall. How they can measure that that quickly, who knows? And on this one, they say, oh, he's about 60 meters tall. Right. And again, okay, the, he's really tall, about 60 meters, yeah. sure. But they've yeah. seen Birdon before, so they know. They know exactly, they know, you know approximately how big he is. Yeah, they know how big a Birdon gets. Um, I tell you what, though, man, like, Birdon's a real weird looking, like, head of a bird, uh, kind of spines going down his back. Yeah. These wings that are. Don't do anything. They don't yeah, that's what I, you know. I found it funny yesterday because I'm like, you know, Pat's usually real big about the physics. Ain't no way that bird's flying. <laughs> no, no, no. And see, the problem. But I you're ha- like giant monster. So what? You can yeah, fly. exactly, exactly. And that's the problem. I get this is where my brain goes. It's it's a giant monster. I gotta let it go. It could do whatever it wants. Do whatever it wants. No problem. Fair enough. All right, great. <laughs> But when, like when they showed the plane flying, they didn't show enough of the turns in the banks where I, my mind would have said, nope, can't do that, nope. Yeah. They showed cuts yeah. of quick it cuts. flying, 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 changing. Yeah. Quick you're cuts, like, oh, okay, fire. whatever. I don't have yeah. to know how it made the turns. Or, so they, well, he's got a steering wheel. It's got go-kart handling. <laughs> go-kart That's handling. That's right. <laughs> but, but that, then my mind doesn't have to go, oh, no, that physics are wrong. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to, like, <laughs> work around it. All right, Birdon's Roar. 
Oh, that. that's it. Ooh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's exactly cool. right. Now we're gonna get our bonus monster minute here with Dr. Guramon. Oh, they give a. They do. Yes, okay, Dr. Guramon is an alien phanton. Um, or Fanton Seijin, and one of the supporting characters of Ultraman X. Uh, he takes refuge at the base's lab where he's given a Japanese style room right next to Daiichi. Which and, they haven't shown yet. And sometimes can be seen sleeping after eating his meals. Okay. Uh, he is also known as the Gluttonous Alien. Gluttonous Alien? Yep. Seriously? Yep. Okay. Well, you'll see why. Uh, height is 2 meters, weight is 92 kilograms. Yeah, it's basically human size. Yep, yep. Um, let me see here. There's anything? Oh, here's the sound of Dr. Garman. No, he, he actually spoke, didn't he? Yeah, but maybe when he gets angry, we don't. Okay, know. we haven't seen that yet. Yes. Okay. Um, let's see if we can find this here. A little bit of history about um, our uh, our Dr. Garman, our intrepid Dr. Garman. He was part of a peaceful alien race that offered to help Earth in order to fight against kaiju threat. Fair um, enough. He also drank Rue's Invisibility Serum in the first episode, and they were like, oh, it takes oh, effect yeah, seven yeah, hours. Yeah, He's yeah. like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did drink the, the Invisibility Serum and yep. sort of see-through-ish. Right, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, in every episode, he contributes inventions and modifications, either by himself or with the lab team's assistance. Okay. Um, he's very intelligent. Uh, Garmon shares his voice with the uh, net with the voice actor with who is the narrator of Ultraman X, which makes sense because this the Doctor Garamon is our Doctor Exposition. That's right. So that, you know that way the narrator can still have a voice and doesn't have to just narrate. You can just give it to Doctor Garamon. Right. A, you know, that's fair enough. Uh, let's see. Now, is it? I don't know if it would say on that. Is the suit actor the actual narrator of the no, piece? No, different it's guy. Different guy. Two different people. Suit actor was Hiroyuki Fukushima, who we've seen before doing other stuff, but I cannot think of. Oh, he's one of the one of the suit actors. Yeah, work suit. Yeah, yeah. Just in episode two and episode three, it's uh, Hiroyuki Arai. Also, now, they can put different guys in the suit yeah. as long as they're roughly the same size. Yep. it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Gourmand's name comes from the English word gourmet, meaning connoisseur of good food, or used to describe high-quality food. Yes. Um, referring okay, to the Phanthon aliens having gluttonous appetites. Yeah, which we, I guess we'll have to get to in yes. later episodes, yes. Considering that his race is named Phanthon comes from the Chinese word Tong, rice bucket. Uh, it's an oh, so insult now- to address someone as useless, you're Phanthon. Real, because yeah. you're just a rice, you're a rice bucket. bucket. I got gotcha. you. Okay, fair enough. Guruman is in fact ironic since he contributes a lot to Zio's weaponry studies and technologies. So basically, he's the Ito of this series. Yeah, kind of comic relief. Yeah, he makes stuff. He's Doctor X. They roll a lot into this guy. Yeah, yeah, I'll that. say. Fair oh, enough. we didn't get any trivia. Uh, we didn't do the trivia for Bird on. We're gonna we're gonna switch back there. We did. No, not the trivia. I did some. I did some you did stats. The minute. What, what but I forgot. Oh well. Let's see. In their original appearance, <laughs> the episode the premise of Birdon uh, resembles the plot of Rodan. Okay, I could see that. Uh, he's one of the. Oh wow. What? Birdon is one of the very few kaiju to actually kill an ultra. Really? Yeah, so I'm not going to tell you who he kills because we're going to get there eventually. But uh, well, eventually, eventually, we have time. But yeah, wow. <laughs> um... In his Ultraman Tyro appearance, he actually eats people. Really? Yes. Okay. 
Well, at least on this one, he didn't eat people. He just kind of put them in his nest and let them be. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, there's a couple of things I can't give away because it will give things away. Right, but you don't want to do that. Yeah, no, I just want to see if there's any Ultraman X specific trivia. Uh, suit actor is Hiroyuki Arai, who also did Dr. Garma. Right, right, right. Um... Uh, wow, because of Birdon's neck twisting ability, because she can turn her head like that. Okay, yeah. In real life, the suit's neck was forced to be cut so that it would so have. So it can shift. That's I crazy. That's fair. Yeah, enough. I like that. And I mean, the suit is a cool looking suit, lots of fur on it. Yeah. The little frilly things on yep, the yep. back and the little bolchins. Yeah. You know, chin nuts, whatever you want to yeah. call them. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Peter Griffin's chin, but dangly. Dangly, exactly. It's Very dangly and veiny and horrible. <laughs> Joy vague. But um, the director of uh, Ultraman X, uh, Kiyotaka Taguchi, intended for Birdon not to appear in the series, but changed his mind after new ideas were proposed for the monster. Okay. They said, hey, we're going to try this, this, and this. And he was like, no, that's good. We're going to have Bird on. Go with that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So there, there was our trivia. Fair enough. So what do we think of uh, our second episode, A Collection of Possibilities? I like the fact that he can get the new armor. As long as they can digitize the information to mm -hmm. him, he can get the new armor. Yep. Like I said, I'm not going to be a huge fan of him having different poses and different shots. I like it once in a rare while. Oh boy, there's <laughs> there's going to be some craziness going on. Really? Later. Okay. Uh, there is something that happens a little bit later in the series, where you know how they say like, oh, they're going to have that same animation when he transforms. Right, right, right. He does a special move where they reuse the same piece of animation footage completely, and they're just like, oh, come on, oh, I, we know what it does. <laughs> uh, okay, gotcha. But gotcha. it's the, it's literally the only criticism I've had of the show so far. Truly, yeah. Okay, like, like, fair enough. I mean, it, it's for the Ultraman universe. I guess yeah. we have to call it. It's a nice update again. Yeah. You know, not that I've seen all the rest of them, so I'm going from yeah. from 50 years ago to now. It's right. a nice update of the character. Yeah. They've now introduced you to everybody, all ancillary characters, yep. shown you the new vehicles, yep. shown you some new shots that he's going to have. Oh, and how about that headquarters? The headquarters. The big X. Big X that the plane can take off of from which... Any direction. Right, any direction. And, this, and again, this is me with my physics is... They have the plane going in an elevator, straight up, lay it down, and then it takes off. Okay. Gee, imagine I, if they took off straight up, the G-forces might be too bad. Really? They don't do rockets that go straight up. <laughs> Just saying. I'm trying to come up with... Trying to, it could be faster. We don't no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> Elevators are not faster than rockets. No, I just mean once the engines engage. I know elevators aren't fast. <laughs> been on an elevator, Patrick. I haven't been on a rocket yet. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. John Glenn gave me the best reason in the world. Not me personally, but uh, he gave the best reason in the world never to go on a rocket, which was as I sat on the launch pad and I heard the engines begin to rumble to life. I thought to myself. Here I am, strapped to a couch on a giant pile of parts that were submitted by the lowest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> on a 
giant explosive pile yeah. of parts. Wasn't even worried about that part. It was just like, <laughs> you know, who knows where these screws have come from? Like, <laughs> they could be Harbor Freight. Who knows? Exactly. But I mean, the, the, that it's. I know it's my physics. I get it. I get it completely. But to have an elevator specifically built for the rocket, right. to bring it to the top of the tower, right. and then lay the rocket down, is impractical. Oh yeah, it would make all all science patrol technology is impractical. Is fairly impractical. Okay. Like I mean, I, look at the bazooka that uh, true, true that uh, what's her face pulls out of the uh, uh, Suna pulls out of the truck. Yeah, to shoot at Bird on. Gigantic bazooka. But at least that this one implies weight. Yes, they did give it heft. On yeah. This one, yeah. Like there's, there's, there was at least sound effects of metal scraping as she took yeah, it out. Yeah. Instead they, of like. They thought about yeah. it because when we pointed out. Yeah, here's before, a giant mortar that's 12 feet long and one guy can lift. It about an ounce. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, yes, I get the fact that they're trying to build time into the episode so they can do other stuff. Right. And I can see that this is going to build, they're going to use the same shot any number of times just to build more time into other episodes so they can throw other things at the screen. I get that. Right. But the practical, physical part of it for me, not great, but I'll live with it. Yeah. I'm going to have to live with it because I know what's coming. Right. Oh, yeah. You, you know there's going to be crazier <laughs> stuff than that. Yeah, I mean... They already fly a plane with a steering wheel, so I mean, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, true, the Sky Muschietti <laughs> has, uh, you know, the joins with the Land Muschietti... Right, right. ...to become, the, like, Super Sky Muschietti whatever or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they fly that with a uh, steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And... Uh, and that's the bad part is my brain didn't go on that one and say no, it yeah, did no, not. No, my it brain did, did not. not go there. It was like okay, that's great. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. There's not, no problem with that. It's okay by me. No, yeah, that one's okay. <laughs> like I said, I get it. It's my own craziness. But all right, whatever. In case you guys are wondering, uh, the alien phantoms, Dr. Gorman is a member of their race, originally appeared in Ultraman Mebius in 2006. Um, so the actual character came out in 73, the race came out in 2006. No, the character was for Birdon. Oh, 70, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, Dr. Garamon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Confusing. And, uh, no, he, uh, he, uh, originally came from, uh, the, their species came, uh, in, uh, originally from 2006, Phantom's Lost Item from the Ultraman Mebius Episode 7. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. I'm sure we'll get there. Good stuff. That's supposed to be a really good series. I haven't seen it. Okay. I, I mean, I think I may have seen the first episode. Maybe. Who knows? I don't. Maybe I've seen I a lot I, of first episodes of stuff, and I'm like, oh, good, yeah. I'm like, I'll watch the rest of that. Fair enough. Yeah. And now I have impetus. Yes. I have a mission. Reason. Statement. That's right. <laughs> you can always tell what I got to do it for the podcast. <laughs> exactly. The, literally, the tens of fans have demanded it. <laughs> Okay, so I guess that's it for this week. If you want to support the podcast, please give us a review on iTunes. Please make it five stars um, because that's our favorite number and it will help us in the rankings. And subscribe because they found that's out that important that is too. very, very important. Yes, they found out. Well, no, <laughs> We've been I'm doing a lot of research. Yeah. Just start to determine <laughs> the subscription. Yeah, the more you guys can subscribe, tell your friends. Post about it on message boards. Um, there's an Ultraman subreddit on Reddit. And... Uh, 
you can post on that. There's an Ultraman fans, there's an Ultraman one, and then there's a Tokusatsu subreddit as well. Spread it around, get people to listen to the podcast on the Stomp Tokyo forums. Any, Wherever you can. Anywhere you think it would be appropriate. Um, Grandma's funeral. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I should probably wind that one back. Anyway. You might not want Grandma's yeah. funeral to talk about the Ultraman. You never know. It's an uplifting show, Pat. People need to, you know, people grieve in their own ways. Sure, sure, sure. So, anyway, um, I don't even need to do the plugs plugs for this because we have an announcer. We, you have actually gotten an announcement. Well, she'll be announcing tomorrow. She'll be rec- I'll be recording it tomorrow. Very so nice. So it should be following this right now. Okay. Or it'll be a, a soundbite of me recording this by myself Fair going, enough. I'm not done yet. So, <laughs> but yeah, Babs is supposed to come over tomorrow and take care of that. Okay. So Fair yeah, enough. that's it. Sally Fourth Science Patrol. Take care, everyone. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at ultramanpodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production. 